now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live impromptu here on a Wednesday uh, morning. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's midnight here on the East Coast, so uh, Wednesday morning here on the East Coast, Tuesday night if you're uh, on the Pacific Coast or wherever California is. And I want to thank you all for joining me here at this late um, hour. Anyway, contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at somebodyrunjusrunjusc, at Sam Whitfield on Gab, Parlor, and Minds, uh, facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report, thesamwhitfield.com. If you'd like to go to my website, uh, subscribe to the uh podcast on apple Podcasts or wherever else you get your podcast and speaking of um i will be uh i will be moving the premium uh podcast uh to apple podcasts uh premium as well as on patreon i've still got to see if i can do the rights but because of apple podcasts um, new, uh, you can basically start like a premium subscription thing for podcasts over there. So I'm going to do that. I've been working on that while well, it's been in beta, but now that it's out to the public, I'm going to launch that. So, uh, NGC media will have, uh, a podcast page up on Apple podcasts, uh, with my show and, uh, a couple other shows that I've done in the past. And maybe like an after-hour live stream thing too, uh, or an audio podcast, kind of like a, you know, just kind of like a hangout chill podcast. So uh, I'll give you guys more details about that. Uh, but anyway, um, anyway, thank you for tuning in. Now, one of the reasons why I'm doing this episode is, in fact, because uh, of a podcast listener uh, who tuned in a few weeks ago and uh, actually wrote to me and wanted to know uh, why I uh, left Colorado, why I moved, and why I've made so many snide comments about Colorado, or seemingly snide comments about Colorado and I so I want to just take a few moments to address this um I don't think it should take that long but as most you know I was born and raised in Denver Colorado uh I lived there until I was roughly uh you know 18 almost 19 years old I moved in August of uh, 2013 here to Florida and, uh, really haven't, uh, looked back since. 
And I love Colorado, don't get me wrong, but there are a few reasons why I decided to move. Um, first and for first, uh, you know, and foremost, the reason why I decided to leave was because uh, two things. One is I had been there all my life, and I had the uh, I had been in Colorado all my life, and uh. I had the opportunity to move to Florida with my uh, mom and stepdad, so I decided to uh, because it was an opportunity and I was young and I had never really lived anywhere else, so it seemed uh, exciting to move somewhere else, so I did. And uh, I also, in a more practical uh, reason, I have uh, cerebral palsy as many of you know, and one of the things, uh, with cerebral palsy is, uh, my circulation. It's not as bad as it could be. Uh, there are certainly people who have cerebral palsy that have, like, much worse circulation than I do, but essentially the upshot is, is that, uh, I do not do well in, like, cold and winters and, uh, with, with some of the winters that Colorado has had, like, even in Denver, um, you know, it's been cold and plus, like, having to deal with ice and whatnot and a, and a wheelchair, like, even a, even a rate machine like mine, uh, you know, it can really, it can really fuck up a, uh, a wheelchair at times. So, you know, when I was thinking out whether I wanted to stay or go, uh, you know, I just kind of decided, well, would I rather, uh, you know, live in a place where it's cold part of, you know, a long part of the year and where the winter winters can be unpredictable, or would I rather go somewhere where it's, like, you know, nice in the winters and mild and, you know, the sun is over that, and not to mention there are always good-looking women out in, uh, bikinis in the winter. I don't know. Which one would you pick if, if you were me? So, uh, I decided to go to Florida. Um, it has nothing to do with, uh, any of the family drama. Uh, some people on Facebook, uh, might have accidentally read about. And, uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with any of the rumors regarding to that, despite what some of you may have heard, um, and, um, yeah, so I just, I love here in Florida, and really, that's all there is to say, I'm, I'm happy here, and I wanted to address that. Now, the other thing with that I want to address is, why do I make fun of Colorado so much, if I, if I'm from there? Well, A, because, I mean, every place has something that you can make fun of. Um, you know, like, even though I live in Florida, I love all the Florida Man memes. This state has plenty of stuff to laugh at, and I am fully aware of that. Um, however, one of the things, politically speaking, and Bruce City, I'm glad you're here, because this would be a topic that I think you would very much be interested in. Um, 
Colorado was one of the was one of the first states to legalize uh, weed recreationally, and uh, you know it the like the law passed right before I moved down here, so it wasn't into it, it didn't go into effect until after uh, I moved down here. Right, but when it got, um, when it was being proposed, it was mainly proposed as like a a a thing to benefit the uh, state education system, and more specifically, uh, a large portion of that was going to go to the Denver public school system, which the Denver public school system uh, sucks ass to put it uh, bluntly. And so legalizing weed was going to be this, was proposed as like this big thing to basically help education, right? It was going to, uh, you know, help fund the schools and also uh, some public transit. That was where all the that was where all the weed money was was going to go. It was going to help fix a whole lot of Colorado's problems. Well, uh, wouldn't you know it? When the government gets involved in a lot of shit, uh, things don't go according to plan. Um, some of it has gone to education. But uh, you know, not not as much as they as the politicians said it was going to, and uh, the state gets a lot of money for education to begin with anyway, and it just goes into the uh, school board system, and um, you know, in terms of RTD and the public transit system, like it's funny things have actually gotten worse with RTD because they unionized in Colorado and uh, I guess the light rail system and whatnot and the bus system from what I've been told has basically gone to shit because of the unions and the Democrats in charge. So, color me shocked. But the most hilarious thing too is uh... Oh, legalizing weed will prevent teenagers from uh, smoking it. And, uh, you know, it'll make it safe. So, yeah. And so, let me just say this. I am for uh, weed legalization. I think it's rather harmless. Um, you know, I think I, when it comes to weed and, uh, drugs like that, I kind of lean on the, on the libertarian thing. I definitely think it should be decriminalized and even be legalized. But however, uh, Colorado has basically just turned into a into another uh, lobby and money dump for the politicians. And I mean, hell, 
buying weed in Colorado, A, because it's not federally legalized, you can't uh, buy it with a credit card. You have to go into a store and, like, pay cash, and it's $60 or up upwards from what I've heard. Uh, you know, I... I I went into Weed Shop once when I was, uh, you know, back in Colorado a few years ago, and it was basically like a, uh, I mean, it was it was like a wine uh, vintner shop. It, it was cool, but it's not the kind of utopia uh, thing where everyone just buys weed like, you know, you're at McDonald's. That, that one... That's kind of what everyone seems to think it is, but it's, um, it's not, it's, you know, it's more complicated than that. Um, and then, you know, and as I mentioned, people think that, you know, kids aren't going to get into it as much and that, you know, it's going to, in the instances of fake weed are going to go down. Well, because of how expensive weed is in Colorado and Part of that is because of, uh, you know, costs of storing and everything, and also because of the, you know, politicians and the lobbyists, partly. Uh, you know, kids can't buy weed. So, you know, the, this whole thing of, oh, instances of skunk weed and, you know, weed laced with stuff is going to go down. No, oh, no, no, no. The, you know, the cartels will still, you know, lace weed with, uh, you know, with stuff and chemicals and then sell it to kids and then kids will smoke that and, you know, get sick and whatnot. And, uh, you know, so, you know, great going with that, guys. Weed legalization really, you know, fixed that. Um... And also because they, uh, because you have to store money in vaults, like these, uh, a lot of the money is, uh, transferred by armored trucks. So those are hot spots for, uh, robbery. I don't think they've been robbed like too many times. I haven't heard of like any mass heist, but the temptation to rob pure cash is out there as now. Uh, but the biggest thing that is probably my pet peeve is all these uh, left-wing Californians have moved to my once great state. And I mean, Colorado went from being red to kind of being purplish libertarian to, to now it's essentially like California and it's getting worse. And uh, I can't, even if I wanted to, I couldn't really afford to uh, move back there if I wanted. My friend, one of my friends in Colorado uh, graduated a year ago with his degree in architecture and has a pretty good paying job at a firm uh, downtown and yet he's still living with his parents because the cost of living and housing has gone up 
uh, so astronomically because of the the weed bubble. All of these rich yuppies want to are moving, you know, to Cardo and buying everything up. So it's like really expensive. And I kid you not, my the house that I you know that I grew up in, you know, and I grew up in a couple because my parents were divorced. But the the house that I mainly uh, stayed in, you know, from the time I was I was in middle school. Uh, to the time I graduated and, you know, left in a middle class, in a solid middle class neighborhood now is like roughly like it's not a million dollars, but it it's, you know, it's all it's, it's like five hundred thousand dollars. Uh, you know, it's gotten really expensive to live there now. So, uh. You know, part of that is, part of that doesn't have to do so much with weed legalization. All of the Democrats from California who have fled uh, because of, you know, legal weed, man, um, and whatnot. And I don't know, like I said, I'm not necessarily mad that they, they legalized it. I'm just more upset at the way they legalize it. And I don't, I don't think they did as much, you know, research into, well, you know, how will it affect this and that and the other thing that, uh, you know, uh, you know, I don't think they really did too much on how it would affect everything. So, that's all I'm saying, and plus, I mean, let's be honest, Jared Polis is, you know, both a, I mean, he, I mean, I don't care that he's, that he's gay, but because he's a Democrat, uh, and because he's, he, not so much because he's a Democrat, but be, because he's a leftist, um, I like to call leftists faggots even the straight ones it's like that uh south park uh episode with the bikers it's that same concept uh and it just so happens that polis is also gay which again don't really care but you know he's essentially like gavin newsom jr so for all you uh you know people on on my Facebook page, who's complaining? Oh my God, you're making homophobic comments about Polis. No, I'm mocking him because he's following uh, Gavin Newsom, who's a faggot and who completely, uh, you know, torched Colorado during COVID. Uh, he's a little smart in that he opened up the state before. Newsom did. California is still not open. I, I think they're finally reopening this week. But, uh, you know, suffice it to say, y'all need a better governor. I mean, I know I'm spoiled here because I've got Ron DeSantis and he's pretty much like the apex. But I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Colorado. I, I can't save you guys. Uh, anymore. I, I tried to warn you about all this stuff when I was there, 
And I, I now I was only 18. And oh, oh what does the 18-year-old know about uh, policy? Well, evidently, uh, more than some of you guys uh, did. That's for sure. So, yeah, that's just my quick uh, little rant about all that and whatnot. Let me, uh, let me read what the chat has to say about, um, some of that and also, hang on, I'm clipping this real quick. Okay. Yes, I can do clips during the live show too. And let's see here. I'll, I'll publish this after the show. Um, but anyway, let's see what the chat say. Uh, uh, let's see. Sam saying, how dare you is the best. Oh, yeah, you're referencing your... Well, I mean... You did a good job on that intro, Brew. I, I, I've got to say, it's it's a little Owen Benjamin heavy, uh, so we might need a, need an updated version. Um, but that's great. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's sixty. Um. Yeah, I mean, 60 isn't, um, horrible, but, um, it's, I mean, like, that's the starting price brew for weed. It, it can get, it can get really pricey up there. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Colorado is Colorado is pretty gay though. Uh, SJWs, globalists, and Christian Zionists. Yeah, basic. I mean, you don't need to. I mean, I I don't want to say that that's even the reason why we left, but I mean, we saw that coming, and it was. I mean, I don't want to say we fled Colorado because because we didn't. We you know. We chose to move to Florida because of other reasons, and also I have family here too. Like my mom, basically my mom's side of the family is here, so um, that's nice as well. But um, but um, yeah, we but yeah, Colorado is full of SJ, SJWs, man. So thank God for Ron DeSantis. Um, so anyway, and also, um, let's see, 
Would you say you had a blast in the Colorado schools? Uh, too soon? Well, I mean, that's the, that's the other thing, Brew, is like or not, we have had, like, all the crazy school shooters have been from Colorado, and all of them have also, uh, you know, been on some sort of prescription drug and, you know, big pharma. So, hmm. I don't know about you, but there seems to be a correlation between, you know, drugs and big pharma and whatnot, and, and uh, antidepressants and all of these shootings. It's unreal, isn't it? I'll tell you. Um, but anyway. Oh, uh, let's see. I mean, I, are you talking about your, are, he was stalking Solison before it was cool. Are you talking about me or, or, uh, Nate there? Because, I mean, Solison's cute. And, I mean, every, everyone has a crush on Solison. Let, let's be honest, Brew. I mean, everyone has a crush on you too, whether you realize it or not. I mean, I know you know, you know that, but come on. Uh, you know, don't try and hide it. You're a good-looking woman. And, uh, you make great sense and you're just an awesome person in general. Um. So, anyway, let's, uh, let's see here now. What? So, because I got the Colorado rant out of the way, uh, I'm going to do something impromptu. Uh, some listeners are complaining I don't really read the news that uh, much. So, we're going to do something fun, and let's just read the news headlines uh, from actually one of my favorite uh, news sites to read. And that would be, dup -da -dup -da -da. folks, I give you um, headlines from the New York Post. Now, I know that uh, there's already a podcast called the uh, New York City Crime Report, in which case, you know, with Pat Dixon, I know that podcast exists. I'm not stealing his bit, uh, but I do find the NY Post be informative, informative and entertaining. Um, so, one thing that I found interesting, I saw this earlier today, uh, Southwest, Southwest Airlines grounds in its entire fleet uh, amid giant computer outage. Uh, again. Um, so, uh, this is from David Meyer who writes over there. Uh, Southwest Airlines grounded flights across the country Tuesday for the second time in less than 24 hours amid reports of nationwide computer issues. Air travelers took to Twitter by the thousands 
with reports of what airline staff reportedly told them was a computer system outage. Hours after quote-unquote intermittent performance issues with a third-party weather app forced a similar uh, group stop Monday night. Uh, quote, we are aware of system issues and are working quickly uh, to resolve. We will share more info soon. Southwest posted on its, on its official Twitter account at 2 p.m. on Tuesday. Uh, airline operations resumed shortly before 4 p.m., Southwest said in a statement. Uh, the carrier attributed Tuesday's meltdown to intermittent performance issues with network connectivity and said it had proactively canceled about 500 flights because of the disruption. Um, anyway, I just saw something with, he with Heidi Klum, but I, I, will, I will ignore that because... I am a professional of the utmost professional, although this is another reason why I like the, uh, the NY Post. Um, the, yeah, I just read that. Uh, we're working with those customers to get them to their destinations as quickly as possible, said spokesman, uh, Chris Maines. Uh, the shutdown came after a giant glitch Monday night presented prevented transmission of weather information uh, that is required to safely operate our aircraft. The airline to told Fox Business. Oh, so this isn't like the uh, this isn't like the little weather app that they use to uh, you know. Um, oh, shut up, Samsung. I use AirPods anyway, so. But, yeah, I, so I guess this app, I guess this weather app isn't like the third-party one that you guys use in the seats like on an airplane fight. Not that anyone really looks at those anyway, but I guess this is like an actual one that the pilots use and whatnot and the air traffic control uses um southwest flyers expressed con confusion on twitter many said that the airline informed them their flights were canceled and reported getting cut off from customer services after waiting hours on the line uh so here, so here are a few of them. Not going to read them, but um, yeah. So this is bizarre, and I I've seen a couple of those, those uh, tweets today on Twitter. Some were thinking this that this might be like an Al Qaeda thing, or I saw some guy, you know, is this ISIS or something along those lines. But uh, you know, very bizarre. So I, I did see that, thought it might be like a worthwhile uh, news story or something. And uh, yeah, let, let's see how we're doing on time here.
Uh, okay, 35 minutes. So let's see. Maybe we've got time for one more story here. Uh, let's see. Uh, what what is happening in the ad? I, I don't know, bro. This this website is weird. Uh, let's see. Let's see what other stuff is uh, is weird. Yeah, yeah, like I said. Oh, this one is interesting. I I saw this today too. Uh, Florida congressional candidate accuses rivals of planning to kill her. Uh. Let's see. A Florida congressional candidate has accused her potential rivals in the GOP primary of planning to kill her. Uh, Anna Paulina Luna, uh, who has previously been endorsed by former President Donald Trump in the race, obtained a, a temporary restraining order Friday against fellow Republican uh, William Broderick the Tampa Bay Times uh, reported. Uh, Luna claims, claimed in court papers that Broderick and her other political opponent, uh, Matt Tito and Amanda Mackey, uh, were working together to uh, take her out, the report said. I received information yesterday at midnight regarding a plan with a timeline to murder me made by William Braddock in an effort to prevent me from winning the election for Florida 13. Uh, Luna wrote in her petition for an injunction last week. Uh, I f feel in f fear that this is an orchestrated attempt on my life being organized and carried out by William Broderick, and he, and he claims he's working together with Mr. Mackey and Mr. Tito. Uh, Broderick, who filed uh, Monday to run as Republican candidate for the same seat when is seeking, strongly denied <laughs> the allegation. <laughs> The allocations. Uh, this woman, this woman is off her rocker, and she does not need to be representing anyone. Uh, he told the Tampa Bay Times. He said he's only met Loon in person and doesn't even have her have her phone number. Uh, Tito, who lost a race for the Florida House of Representatives in 2020, has previously called. On Luna to drop out, saying she is unfit for office, according to a report. I mean, you know, playing devil's advocate, though, maybe these guys are deep state. I, I don't know. 
you know, maybe, maybe they're part of the deep state, you know, in the swab and the cabal. Who knows? Or maybe she really is crazy. Um, I'm shocked, but it's kind of like this is what she does, Tito told the newspaper. Uh, she can't debate you on the policy issues. She plays the victim better than anyone I've ever seen. Uh, Luna is running for the seat being vacated by by Democrat Charlie Crisp. She nabbed Trump's endorsement last year and also has the backing of Florida Representative Matt Gates. Uh, Miss Luna has no comment at the time due to multiple uh, law enforcement ongoing law enforcement investigations of this matter. Her spokesperson, James Blair, told the Time Times, we are confident the facts will be public at the appropriate time. Uh, wow. Okay, very, uh, well, very interesting stuff there. There, folks. Yeah, how deep is his stay? <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mint Condition Chicken, I knew you were going to go for the Mr. Mackey thing. That That is exactly what I thought. Um... Did did the did the dog retriever? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. How are how are we doing on time? Black Forest. Black Forest Hamlet. Uh, let's see. Journey to the center of the state. Yeah, you know what? Since it's on, since it's on the training page, let, let's let's go to the page six section and see what uh, this Heidi Klum thing thing is about. I'm I'm intrigued to say the least. What the uh, what the Dutch German uh, chick is doing. Let's see. Heidi Klum roots for Journey's soccer team in dangerously tiny crop top. And... Eh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen worse in, in Florida, for sure. This is probably also... <laughs> Get me uh, age restricted on on YouTube now, but I don't care. Do I want the latest news from page six on my timeline? Eh, not really. Uh, go Germany. Ahead of ahead of her home country's uh game against France in the UF 
in the UEFA European Football uh, Championship, aka the the Euros on Tuesday, Heidi Klum showed her support in entirely unsupportive uh, shirt. The supermodel 48 wore a tiny black bikini bottom, a gold belly chain, and a Germany jersey cropped into a crop top that barely covered her nipples. Uh, good luck today, Germany. The mom of four uh, captioned the underboob bearing pick. Wow, yeah, 48. Uh, Clue appears to be watching the game from her houseboat on uh, Lake Winnessee in Berlin, where she and her husband, uh, Tom Kalu, were spotted packing uh, on major PDA last month. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did get divorced from Seal. I, yeah, now I rem remember. Uh, well, the America's Got Talent star is no stranger to showing her love for her man. Uh, she's also not shy about showing off her body. Yeah, just check her subreddit if you need any, uh, debt on that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I've been there, but that's what I've heard, at, at, at least. Uh, let's see. And even during the winter, she wore nothing but, uh, thigh-head boots with her puffy coat. Okay, yeah, good stuff. Page six is always, uh, good for that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, that's gonna get clipped for sure. So... Um, yeah, she certainly still can get it, uh, mint condition <laughs> chicken. Uh, Heidi Coom, uh, that's what she said. But, uh, anyway, just figured I would end the show with that. And, like I said, I'm pretty sure that th this thing is going to get age-restricted as fuck now, but I don't care, because it'll be on Odyssey, where everyone should go to, uh, you know, watch my, uh, stuff. <laughs> so, and... <laughs> so, anyway, folks, uh, I want to thank you all for uh, joining me for this impromptu uh, stream here. It's a lot better than uh, Whiskey Runner's uh, architecture stream or uh, architecture stream. Or, uh, you know, and who knows? We might do something similar on the uh, Whitfield Report this weekend. I don't know. Uh, and we've also... Bruce City, I've got to talk to you. We, we, I've got to, we've got to figure out when we can get you on the show, uh, because you certainly deserve way more subscribers than you currently have. Um, so, anyway, uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in.
Uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, have a good night. God bless. God save this great nation. And God bless Heidi Klum. Klum's sweet ass as well. What? That Yeah, that's what I said. You heard me. Uh, let's see. Alright, good night. And, uh, yep, onward to Bertardia as well. Good night, folks. Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash whitfieldreport. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order.